Good morning, good morning to all those on the prayer call this morning. That was a sweet worship. Nothing else will do. We do pursue after you this morning, our holy and wonderful and loving God. We are thankful that all of you have tuned in and come on to this prayer call this morning. We have a this is a this is a great day. It's a great great day this morning, and we are in store for a great time in the Word and in devoting this time unto our God. So, let's pray this morning, Father. We just thank you this morning. Thank you for your presence, your goodness, and your your grace and your mercy, your love and your truth. You're the only God, Lord. You're the only God, the living God, who is powerful and who, Lord God, who responds with power. You hear our prayers, O oh God, and you, Lord God, you help the righteous. You bless us, Lord God, and you give us and deliver us with strength and honor. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, be on this call. Be with us this morning, Lord as we, Lord, devote this time unto you. Be with us this morning. Serve us, Lord God, that daily bread that you so lovingly and long to give us, Lord. We ask in the name of Jesus all these things that we believe and pray. Amen. Well, let me introduce you to our team. This morning we have... Sister Tanika Smothers, who is our prayer call controller, getting up and rising up early in the morning and setting this up. We thank you for being on and doing this great work for us. We appreciate and love you. We have Sister Audrey. Sister Audrey this morning will give us our devotion. Good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you? Good morning, Elder Claude. I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for asking. Good morning, Sister Tanika, and thank you for all that you do. God bless you both. Amen, amen. God bless you too. And we also have our prayer uh, intercessor and um, uh, praise reporter, (laughs) if you will, is Minister Linda Lightfoot. Good morning, Minister Linda. How are you? Good morning, Elder Claude. I am blessed on top and rising in. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. Amen, amen. And we also, it's a treat this morning, we have our one and only Bishop C. Carl Smith. Good morning, Bishop. How are you this morning, sir? Good morning, Elder Claude. Uh, good morning, Minister Lightfoot. Um, good morning, also, Minister Audrey and also Sister Tamika. Hey, good morning to everyone on the prayer line this morning. Thank you for waking up this morning, getting on the prayer line, coming into unity with us for a time of prayer. I'm going to call this pre-prayer before our encounter tonight when we come together and just, you know, really pursue the heart of God. I also want to say thank you to the intercessors who are faithful, committed, and consistent to really continue 
maintain this platform because it is very important. So thank you all so much for your heart. Thank you for all that you do for the kingdom of God. Thank you for all that you do for the ministry. May God richly bless you. Good morning to everyone. Amen. Amen. Well, without further ado, we thank God for the word this morning. That's uh, why we're here uh, in the presence of God to to be inspired, to be encouraged, and to pray, just as our bishop said. We get up here to pray and to intercede and to agree and align with heaven. So without further ado, Sister Audrey, you are clear for takeoff with that wonderful devotion. Thank you, Elder Claude. Good morning once again to everyone that's on the call this morning. I first want to give honor and praise to our God, who is faithful, who is good, who is kind, who is always with us. And I'm uh, thankful for, uh, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, who's going to help me to bring this word this morning. He's also faithful and good and kind. I honor you, Bishop and Pastor Adrian, and thank you for all that you do. This morning, my, my topic is, in the midst of a drought, your gift still works. And the foundational scripture I'll be building on comes from Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 through 15. That reads from the New LT uh, version. At times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from my wicked, wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Verse 15, my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Amen. That is the word of the Lord today. On Sunday, as Bishop was bringing the message, I had one of those, um, oh, yeah, kind of moments. <laughs> I, that's the uh, reaction we have when... Uh, we seem to have forgotten something, and then all of a sudden uh, we're reminded. We're reminded of what God says, or we were reminded uh, of, of the we were reminded of the gift that He's given us, or the promise that He has spoken over us, or to the body of Christ. Because when things are going right, and and we feel like every time we pray, we're getting the answers to our prayer. Uh, it's easy to have faith and it's easy to keep going and to, and to believe God. But life comes with time, dry times, times of drought. And when we, le- we were learning about um, Elijah and his experience, and, um, and while our experience may not be as dramatic, life comes with drought. There's drought in the world. There are times of uh, feast and times of famine. There's times of drought, times of uh, an abundance of rain. There are t- there are times that are up and times that we're down. Down. There are times of rejoicing and and times of sorrow, and there are times of of lean and times of plenty. Life is just that way. There are times where we're going through things and 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 we say, but God, where are you? And there's times where God has given us a promise and we're looking at it and say, oh, that's so big, and, 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 and then we'll say, 
But God, you just don't understand. You, you remember, I, I have this, I'm that. We make all these excuses. But it is God who has called us to a certain place, given us a certain promise, and given us gifts. And those gifts are not predicated on our perfect condition, market conditions, and all that kind of thing that we say. Those things are only predicated on our faith and our obedience, um, the manifestation of those things. And even if we don't obey, even if we don't um, have faith, it doesn't negate what God has said. God has spoken it, and uh, God has given us what he's given us, and that's just how it is. He doesn't take it away. And so as with Elijah, who was just an ordinary man who was a willing vessel, who aligned himself with the will of God, decided to trust God, even though he had his times of ups and downs, times where he was uh, afraid even. Um, But um, he aligned himself with what God said to accomplish God's purpose. And some of us will say, well, uh, I don't know if I have a gift. What are my gifts? Well, God has given all of us gifts. In 1 Peter 4 and 10, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts, and we are to use them to serve others and for his glory. And so just to put it kind of on a practical scale, what has God given me? Well, God has given you favor. Favor is uh, the uncommon advantage that Christians have due to their connection with God. Just because we're children of God, God has given us favor, and favor will take you places that money can't take you. Favor will uh, uh, take you, put you in rooms that uh, you couldn't do on your own. God's favor is priceless. God has given all of us power. He tells us in his word that um, the Holy Spirit is within us, and he is our power. He's given us the power to produce a certain effect by the power of the Holy Spirit. He told the disciples to wait until the the Holy Spirit came up on and wait for the Holy Spirit, and then they would be empowered to do anything that they needed to do. They would be able to carry out the charge of God. And what else has God given us? He's given us authority. He's given us authority to speak to situations. He says what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. That is powerful we have to know who we are and use the authority that he has given us. That's a great gift from God. We didn't go to school for it. We, didn't, uh, we were born with it. He gave us authority to do that. God gives us wisdom because we need wisdom, and he says um, if all we have to do is ask, and he gives it to us freely. God gives us, think about it, divine appointments. You're trying to do something, and you just happen to write, run into the right person, or the right situation um, at the right time, and you, to accomplish something that you've been trying um, for to do on your own for a while. But God connects us with others so that we can be propelled forward or reach that place that God is trying to take us. God gives us open doors. The Bible says that God opens doors, and no man can shut them. We can try to uh, do things on our own, manipulate in our own strength. But God is the one who opens the doors. God is the one who shuts doors. And we want God to shut doors that are not of him. 
Another thing that God, another gift God gives us is the anointing. Anointing is that special endowment to do what it is that God has called us to do. Scripture says that God is able to make all grace abound towards us. That means he gives us the ability to do what he's called us to do. God gives us the gift of passion. He gives us a desire to do what he has called us to do. And he tells us um, in Revelation to to keep that fire, to remember um, our first love. He wants a passionate people. He wants us to love doing what we're doing and to um, um, approach him with, with passion and, and purpose and power and just be enthusiastic about uh, doing the work of the Lord. So God is, those are just uh, some things on one level. I'm talking about gifts on a, I'll be talking about gifts on a, a couple different levels and because now I'm getting to the spiritual gifts, those gifts that he's given to the church. He says when Jesus went up, when Jesus ascended, he gave, he left gifts in the earth for men for the perfecting of the saints, for the building of the church. And he sets, certain spiritual gifts in churches, you know, the, the five-fold uh, ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. So God is the giver of gifts. And the more um, I'm seeing more and more how everything that God does for us is kind of interconnected and linked together. So it's hard to talk about gifts without talking about grace, without talking about um, uh, prayer, which is also a gift, uh, what is uh, what? What a great what a a greater privilege can we have than to go into the throne room of God and pray to lift up our petition and know that God hears us? That is awesome. So God has called all of us to live supernatural lives because we are a supernatural people. When the Holy Spirit has uh, come into us, when we're uh, born again. We become supernatural people. And so uh, when the Holy Spirit comes in, he doesn't come and go. He abides. He's always with us. And in Mark chapter 16, it says that Jesus said that all true believers, true believers, that's us, would flow in the miraculous. So we all should be flowing in the miraculous. And these signs will follow them that believe. That's us. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's each of us. That's not those. That's not uh, relegated to a few. Relegated to those with a certain title. That's all of us who are filled with the Spirit of God and are children of God. God said that. So he wants us to flow that way as supernatural people. And Mark goes on to say that the message, uh, the message is based in God's word would be confirmed. Like when the word is preached, it would be confirmed with signs following. So uh, it says, so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God, and they, the disciples, us, we can go forth and, and preach. The disciples went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So we all have gifts. 
And in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, God tells us that we should, he commands us to earnestly pursue spiritual gifts, especially that we might prophesy. That is a command. We can put ourselves in an environment to learn. We should put ourselves in an environment to learn how to use those gifts, how to temper those gifts, because uh, we don't want to be like a loose cannon and, and use them improperly. So we must be taught so that we don't cause harm to others. Because gifts can sometimes make you haughty. You know, you can get so full of yourself thinking it's you who's so gifted. But it is God who's working in and through us both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So we need to know uh, how to use the gift properly. And we need to use it with the right spirit. Because um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says you can be as gifted as you want to be. But if you don't have love, you're just a bunch of noisemakers and you're causing harm and uh, turning people off. But when gifts are used properly, and we have to remember, again, we all have gifts. So don't, you know, we're, God, you know, God gifted all of his children in one way or another. And when we um, think about the gifts for the church, uh, the the church that's operating in gifts, people are drawn to the gifts. And so um, I'm thinking again of our message on Sunday when Bishop says that, you know, we, we're running, some people are running to get a prophetic word when the prophecy is already in the house. So people want to go where they see deliverances happening and healings happening and they know that uh, pro- prophecy is going forward people, because people yearn for a touch from God. People just want to know um, that God is mindful of them. And so uh, we'll be seeking after a sign. But the Bible tells us that uh, believers shouldn't be seeking after a sign. The sign should be following us, right? The signs are for non-believers. And so if we're operating properly, then we would uh, be, we would be, Um, an instrument of righteousness that non-believers would be drawn to the Jesus in us. And so, um, you know, gifts, God gave us a gift, gifts, and when it's time to um, go forth and when times when it doesn't look like, like the the times of drought, the times of uh, discouragement or disappointment or uh, the times that seem too daunting for you, I can't do this. God says the gift still works. The gift still works because he doesn't take them back, right? And so we just have to know that uh, with, the, with the gifts that God has given us, he gave it to us because we have a responsibility. We have an assignment. He expects us to use it. Uh, he expects us to fulfill the assignment. We need to be bold enough to flow in that gift and those gifts, right? Because, again, it is God who works in us both to will and to do for his great pleasure. He wants us to accomplish what he has told us to accomplish. So the bottom line of all of this is we are gifted. The gift works in the good times, in the bad times, in the uncertain times, in the challenging times. The gifts always work. We are supernatural people, and God wants us to live supernatural lives. And so with that, 
I said, go forth and use your gift to the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Sister Audrey. Excellent word this morning. We appreciate that word, and we thank God for the gifts, and we look to the gifts this morning and always. So without further, we'll switch to our prayer warrior this morning, Minister Lightfoot. Please lift up our praise reports and prayer requests. Okay. We have three prayer requests uh, this morning. Um, and we are praying for Alicia Vincent. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless and honor you for your goodness and mercy towards us. You are the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. You are an able God, a hearing God, a God who answers, a God who cares. And we give thanks that we can come boldly before your throne and make our requests known unto you. Your word says that we are to be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we are to make our requests known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. We lift up Leisha to you because you said that where two on earth agree as touching anything, ask it shall be done for them by our Heavenly Father. So we stand in agreement with Leisha that her heart and her ears are open to hear your voice. For you said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Seek, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Holy Spirit, lead her and guide her into all truth. For you said, ask, and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto her. She desires a job to, and to move to a new apartment in October. Father, give her favor and supply her need according to your riches and glory as you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. We thank you now for gainful employment and a new apartment. We ask for a quick manifestation for your promises are yes. And in him, amen. So we thank you in advance, and we deem these things as done in Jesus' name. We are also praying for the daughter-in-love's mother of Elois Oliver. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the life of Elois's daughter-in-love's mother. We give thanks that she is redeemed from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse for her. As it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Jesus was wounded for her transgressions. He was bruised for her iniquities. The chastisement of her peace was upon her, and with his stripes she is healed because Jesus bore all her sickness and disease in his own body on the tree that she would die to sin but live unto righteousness by whose stripes she was healed. You have sent your word and healed her and delivered her from all destruction. We speak divine order to every system in her body from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, and we command her body to align with the original blueprint that you declared before you placed her in her mother's womb. You said your peace you have given unto her, not as the world giveth, give you unto her. Let not her heart be troubled. We declare peace and wholeness from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We speak 
peace to the family, that they will be anxious for nothing, but will lift their eyes into the hills from whence cometh their help, for their help comes from the Lord, which is maker of heaven and earth. We stand together in agreement and trust in you to hasten your word to perform it in their lives. And we give thanks to the God of miracles for a complete healing in Jesus' name. We're also praying for Jan Bishop. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift Jan up to you as she is your child and your vessel. You said in your word that you would never leave her nor forsake her and that you would supply all of her need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We call upon Jesus Christ, the anointed one, to call your spirit to fall afresh upon Jan. Revive her. Send a refreshing, a renewal of strength. Fill her with your joy, for the joy of the Lord is her strength. We ask that you release a greater anointing upon Jan, that your presence will be magnified, that men will see her good works, and the Father in heaven will be glorified. Your word says that the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing, and the burden is lifted. We give thanks that you are blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against her, which was contrary to her, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. We stand in agreement of your word. No weapon formed against Jan and her family shall not prosper. And when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. We call upon Jehovah Sabaoth, the God of angel armies, to take hold of shield and buckler and Stand up for her help. We ask that you would release your glory over Jan and let the favor of God rest upon Jan and also give her favor with man. Go before her. Make the rough places plain and the crooked places straight. Tear into pieces the gates of brass and the bars of iron. Set her feet in a wide place. Father, we cast down any doubt and fear, for she has not been given the spirit of bondage again to fear, but she is given the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Father, we ask that you would bless her church family, that it would be as a city that sits upon a hill and cannot be hid. Let it be the salt that you designed it to be to your glory, that souls would be saved, minds would be transformed, and lives renewed, and their community blessed. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. And we declare in the name of Jesus that every, every, every prayer request that we have lifted up and believed together as touching and agreeing in the word that there shall be there will be, we declare, a praise report. We declare that those shall come forth in the name of Jesus. So this morning, uh, we want to switch back to uh, Sister Audrey uh, to see what more she has in store. Sister Audrey. Just quickly, Elder Claude, just uh remind everyone that we all have a gift and they have no expiration date. God expects us to to use our gifts. And even as far as the body of Christ, he gave gifts to the church. And so some churches, um, individual churches, need to remember that those gifts are still operational. They still work, uh, even in times of challenge uh, like we are today. They, they're still active. They're they work, even in the drought. So 
God bless everyone. Amen. I love that. They work even in a drought. Well, this morning we have our bishop on this morning. Bishop, uh, good morning. Would you uh, like to come on and say something? Claude, once again, and good morning to everyone on the line. If you came on a little late, uh, I said good morning to everyone already. Thank you so much, uh, Minister Lightfoot, for a wonderful prayer. Sister Argy, for a wonderful um, devotion. You know, as Sister Argy picked up from where we were Sunday, as a corporate body in dealing with um, Elijah, that's the character I deal with in this particular series, how he prayed and caused there to be no rain for three and a half years. And we may look to ourselves and say, of course, we're not gifted like that. But James assures us to give us confidence that Elijah was a man just as we are. Meaning, as Sister Audrey said, we all have gifts. Proverbs 18, verse 16, says a man's gifts make room for him and bring him before great men. Now, a lot of times when people look at this scripture, they may interpret it that a man's gift is going to bring him into a place of opportunity where he's going to be blessed and all these things, and that could be true. But here's the thing. When you discover your gift, your gift will help you fulfill your purpose. And that's what it's about. A man's gift makes room for him and bring him for before great men. Your gift does. It makes room for you. And it brings you before great men so that now you can operate in your God-ordained purpose for being in the earth realm. You may be on the line this morning and say, well, you know what, Bishop, I don't know what my gifts are. I don't know how to activate them or discover them. And that's okay as well. See, I found out that when it comes to gifting, that purpose and passion fuse your gift. It activates that gift. What are you passionate about? And that passion can fuel purpose. See, we often don't think, uh, I guess it doesn't even come into people's hearts or minds, that the things that we do for God help us activate our God-ordained gift. And so what you have to ask yourself is, what is it that I have a passion to do? Besides come to church and sit and hear the word, there has to be a point of time if the church you're going to is your church, is the body in which God has planted you in. You can't just be planted there and remain stagnant or unactivated. There has to be a season when you make a decision that you have to make a deposit. And as you make that deposit, your gifts are going to be activated. That's what happened in the book of Acts, where as 
the ministry of the apostles start increasing, the Bible tells us there was neglect. And that always happens with increase. Some things going to be overlooked. We call them leadership gaps. And they said, well, we shouldn't give ourselves to the serving of tables and doing so forth and so on. We've got to continue giving ourselves over to the word and prayer. Look out amongst you for some faithful people full of the Holy Spirit and appoint them of this matter. And they found Stephen. He was one of the ones they found. He was a deacon of the church. But the Bible says, God did mighty works through the hands of Stephen because he was activated through serving. And so I want to encourage you this morning, if you don't know the gifts that God has given you, find somewhere in your local church in which you can serve God. It will help your gifts to be activated. May you be blessed. We love you. We appreciate you. And most of all, may God continue to shine upon you and be kind and generous to you. May he show his mercy unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, Elder Clark. Awesome. Awesome as always. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. And we thank everyone that has come on this call because as brethren dwell together in unity, there the Lord commands the blessing. And there is a blessing this morning. I am blessed. We have good word. We have good wisdom and understanding. And I just feel the power, the love of God this morning. So I want to say thank you to all of you who have tuned in on this prayer call, you have made it great. And come out tonight. It's going to be powerful tonight. Tonight, this is our our encounter um, and, and service, and you do not want to miss tonight. Come out. Make yourselves available. Come out and... And, and and be in the midst and be in the atmosphere because it is charged right now. It's charged. So we pray that you'll have an excellent day and that you are protected from all hurt, harm, and danger and that you arrive to all your destinations safely and that this word will resonate in your heart and mind all the day long and that you'll aggressively go after the presence of God, not being distracted and being strengthened and, and enlightened uh, with power today to get through your day. We thank God for you. So without further ado, we'll turn it back over to our prayer call controller, and you can take us out with worship. Amen. God bless your day.